<laughs> Bow your shits! The real war isn't between a few squabbling houses. It's between the living and the dead. Winter is coming. Why are all the gods such vicious cunts? Chaos isn't a pit. Chaos is a ladder. I'm the shield that guards the realms of men. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, the number one podcast. <laughs> the number one. The number one podcast named Streaming Things. We were a big deal in the Stranger Things world, so I still got to get the, the newest moniker for House of the Dragon because we're not such a big deal. The hottest mm. spillers of tea for hot D. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, the number one hot D cast. Yes, we're still working on it, but uh, we're, we talk about House of the Dragon a lot, and we're gearing up for Rings of the Power. Uh, Rings of the Power. Rings of the. Power. I sound like an old man. <laughs> you guys watching that uh, Rings <laughs> of the Power Rings show? Rings of the Power. You know when your dad would come in and ask what you're watching and like <laughs> say it like slightly off, yeah. and then you put a pillow on your lap and you're like nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you playing the Nintendo or just it was always right. slightly off? Are you and watching you're like, the powerful? Rangers? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about House of the Dragon again today, but we're going to explore some of the lore. Uh, we got some questions from listeners via email and Twitter and uh, some questions that they might have concerning the context of the events of House of the Dragon. Where do these families come from? Who are they related to that we know from Game of Thrones uh, and so forth? So we're going to try to have some fun nerding out and just exploring the deep lore today. So you can email the show for questions like that at any time at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at streamthingpod. And so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I was thinking earlier today, a lot of people ask me the number one question by far, at least on the TikTok, is uh, can I watch the show if I haven't seen Game of Thrones? And I think I think that's a strange idea because normally it's like objectively. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's a prequel. It's none of the events really are needed. But I, it's such a different world that it's like just, better call Saul without Breaking Bad. You know, it, it, but I, th I think it's even vastly worse because at least Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad take place on Earth. And so you at least know how like gravity works. Yeah. <laughs> you know what meth is. Fair. Right. So you have that contact. You know what a lawyer is. Mm -hmm. But if like you're watching House. But of what the is a master of coin? Exactly. <laughs> what is the small council? What? Yeah. What's certainly what is the master of whispers? What does a hand of the king do? I don't know. Mm. I imagine he. I have questions things. about that. <laughs> and then you try to explain it to him and you're like, well, the king eats and the hand shits, you know, and they're like, huh? Well, yeah. Right. So. Anyway, so in, in, in essence, yes. But if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, I don't think your level of enjoyment is going to be anywhere near as high for House of the Dragon as it would be if you but, were a big GOT fan. But at the same time, I feel like Game of Thrones suffered from the same thing. Whereas like, so I didn't read the books going into Game of Thrones. So I went into the show cold and it, and Game of Thrones has the same problem where it's like, there's a ton of characters, a sure. ton of families. There's a lot of catch up to do right off the jump. So I think... Yeah. I mean, obviously you're going to have more of an enjoyment if you did watch Game of Thrones or you read the books just because you're more familiar with the characters. But I I, th I think if you're going to ever hop in and you're interested in hopping in now, now's as good as time as any. Uh, so, yeah. How should we start? How should we start in the hot D discussion? Well, uh, we should probably start with, you know, a big question that I that I saw on the Internet was just the the difference between like, 
you know, there's the Targaryen rule, but then there's also this very, uh, the, the, the Valarians. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it gets dicey right away. Valarians. George R. R. Martin. A lot of people criticize George for old George, uh, for like Rhaenys, Rhaenyra, Rhaena, uh, Rhaegar. Like there's, it's, it's hard enough to track all these people because their names are so similar. It's even harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what he did that understandably to be kind of like a relation to our world. Cause there's lots of Tom's Tommy's Thomas's, you know, if you look at the, the royalty uh, of England and the medieval era, like there was mm-hmm. William the first, William the second, all that stuff. Right. Yeah, That's and they, common. And they, and it was even common back then to take like regular names as well. Like you might not be born with this name, but this name has so much power to that family that when you, you know, elevate yourself to a King or a Duke or whatever, you take on this familiar name. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, the fifth John now, even right. though maybe you were born Kevin. Yeah. And nobody wants to worship King Kevin. No, <laughs> there's too much alliteration. Right. Uh, so yeah. I would worship King Kevin, but I think George, your shit. <laughs> George is an asshole for doing, you know, the people from Valyria and the family of house Valarion, right? That's just a little frustrating for mm-hmm. folks. Uh, so for those that don't know, the Targaryens hail from a land called Valyria. They are vastly different than the people of Westeros. Uh, and Valyria is gone. The doom of Valyria happened, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the Valarion family is also rumored to be of Valyrian blood. And the rumor is, well, it's, it's verified, but the rumor is that they've been in Westeros Longer even than the Targaryens. Uh, so the Targaryens. Yeah, because they were a lesser house. They were kind of, according to like, they were not for Valyria. They were not dragon riders. Yeah. And so they were kind of like, well, we're going to make our money elsewhere. We're going to go into shipping and that's going to be our shipping kind of trade. The, uh, Corliss Valarion is sort of the Jeff Bezos uh, <laughs> of Westeros. Better hair. Yes. Much way, better way hair. better hair. Much better hair. But even the Targaryens weren't that special in Valyria. They weren't like the strongest dragon riding family. Yeah. I think there was 40 or 50 dragon riding families in Valyria. Um, and the Targaryens weren't like extra special amongst them at all. They were kind of like mid as the kids say. But what happened was there was a member of the family, Denise the Dreamer, as she is now called. She had a, uh, a, a what's it called? A premonition. Vision. Premonition, a vision, if you will, a dream. A, I dra- taken a it right dragon from, dream. Uh, yeah. I could have taken it right from her moniker. A dream, (laughs) a prophecy. That's the word I was looking for, though, that there would be a cataclysm come to Valyria. And she was right. So she left or not. She left, but their whole family sold their belongings and migrated uh, to Dragonstone, as it's now called, like the little island off the coast of the Blackwater Bay there to the east of Westeros. Also, I love George for making it one thing very simple. Like there's Westeros, which is basically just. West mm-hmm. placed and then Essos, which is like east. And then South Rose. Yeah. <laughs> and then whatever the hell's up north. Ibn. Ibn. I think. The well, Ib- that will fuck you, George, for that. <laughs> Ib, maybe it's called Ib. It's like uh, that's where like seals and stuff are. Those people are crazy. Because <laughs> Jon Snow hangs out with some of them and the, and the Ibanese or whatever. They're, they're nuts. Frozen um, the thorn. Yeah, they use like a lot of seal fat suits and stuff. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, the video content is still getting used to it. But I can do stuff like this. Yeah. Now you can play to the cameras now. <laughs> uh, so where was I at? Where was I at? I was, there were seals back up from we're seals. We're talking about names because we're yes. talking about Southros West. So Westeros. the Valarions were already there when the Targaryens arrived, but uh, house Valarion has always been a vassal of house Targaryen. There, Dra- Dragonstone is their, their, their head 
honcho. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Valarians and the Targaryens have always been very close. Uh, and, but their, their power, the Valarians power has always been at sea as Steve alluded to. So the, the Targaryens have the dragons, the sky, they're strong seamen. Yeah. They're very strong seamen. Dope. hundred percent. Uh, the, yes. <laughs> Get them eggs. I didn't know how to yes. And that I tried. I was just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm good at improv. Yeah. You were yes. Perioding. Yeah. I was yes. Period. Um, and uh, they brought five dragons with them, the Targaryens, from Valyria before the Doom, one of which was Valyrian the Black Dread, the only creature on Earth to have visited or to know what, you know, Valyria at the height of its power looked like. Uh, and so Maraxes and Vagar, the other two famous dragons in Aegon's Conquest, were born from eight, hatched from eggs on Dragonstone. OK, um, so, yeah, I think it's Anar was the guy who the Lord of, you know, the Targaryen head of household when they fled. And Daenys, the dreamer, was his daughter. Uh, but so, yeah, so there, those dragons are the ones that are famous. And so uh, their descendant, Aegon, the conqueror, as it's known, uh, aptly known, he conquered Westeros because at that time, Westeros was just seven separate actual kingdoms. Uh, and now here's what House of the Dragon does. That's interesting. You probably saw it at the end of episode one. There's that talk between King Viserys and his daughter Rhaenyra about you know, the vision that they had, presumably maybe Danny's the dreamer. And that's the reason they left uh, Valyria. But who knows? But definitely the reason that they're supposing they conquered Westeros. It was always supposed that Aegon just wanted to conquer shit. He just likes, you know what? He woke up one day like, I feel like conquering some shit. And they were like, why like you do Papa? You know? Why? And he's like, well, I mean, I got all these dragons. I'm not using them. I'm not like burning any castles or anything. It's super boring. And also that one guy's a dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. hate what, that guy. Wasn't there a, a lord like Lord Argalac or something like that who was like, "Hey, will you marry my 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 daughter, please?" And Aegon's like, "Oh no, thanks. I already got two wives. They're my sisters." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. dude was like, "You motherfucker! I'm gonna <laughs> kill your envoys." And 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 that guy's like, "Well, I guess we're gonna go to war then." Yeah, I, is I, that I, what I, it was? He killed the envoys. I remember reading that. I've read that part of Fire and Blood. That's like page two. Uh, yeah, well, I read it. Yeah, good job, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. I like, like I said, I like having you on the show, not having read it somewhat, because mm-hmm. then it's like we get the perspective of what a lot, um, most watchers of the show are going to be feeling like, right? Okay. Like I've seen Game of Thrones, but uh, you know, what's going on here? Okay. I feel like that's the predominant viewpoint, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Any Hoozle. So, yeah, but now it's really interesting because this has always been like a Reddit rumor. And somebody in the last YouTube video we did said that George Martin had confirmed this. I don't know that to be true i'm not saying it's not i just i don't know that information uh but it's always been like i think he's he from my understanding i don't know if that's not true either but like everything i've seen of him he's been coy about it he's never like straight up yeah. said yeah that's what i'm doing he's been kind of like oh, i don't know i'm george martin being a little rascal uh-huh. how do you guys feel about that idea the idea that Aegon knew about the white walkers taking over uh, Westeros at some point and so he knew that all of the peoples were going to be un- had to be united to fight them uh, and that's why he united the seven kingdoms and that it's been this like Targaryen thing like they've all known generation after generation. I don't like it because um, it, it feels to me like it, it puts too much power into the one family. It's kind of like how I felt about like Ray being uh, a Skywalker, like how happy I was that she wasn't in Last Jedi's mm-hmm. like, OK, it doesn't matter. Oh, but she's who a you are. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so I, I like the idea better of like, hey, if they hadn't done this, then, you know, the world may have ended or at least Westeros may I, have ended. I but. do, too. I like the idea. 
I liked the idea that the Targaryens were just kind of assholes. Mm-hmm. You know, they thought they were gods, um, as they say in episode one. And this has always been their like familial philosophy that they're closer to gods than men. And that's mm-hmm. how everybody sees them because they have control over the dragons. Uh, and they actually typically don't get the same kind of diseases and stuff um, until a couple of generations down. They get the shivers. Um, but, yeah, so I like that notion that they were just kind of drunk on their own power and did it because they could, you mm-hmm. know, and then out of that, we got some good people like Rhaegar and Daenerys to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now they're like this, there's this era, uh, air of destiny about yeah. it that I, I kind of dis, dis, mm-hmm. dislike. What destiny, about you, Steve? There you go. That's a good way to put it. Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't like it either. It's one of those things where it's like, I could do without it. Sure. It doesn't necessarily make me mad or upset. I'm just kind of like, ah, he didn't need that, but sure. If you want to ambivalent, I, I'm quite ambivalent towards it. I mean, it, it I'm not going to defend it. I, like I said, I don't, I don't feel super strongly one way or the other, but, uh, I, I personally, if I were Mr. George R. R. Martin, I wouldn't have done that. Cause I do like the idea of like, this is just life happening. Yes. And, and so much of the, so much of this world of Westeros is dictated on how, how people can, how real people can be sure. Like in situations like that, there are Kings who go power mad. There are Kings who are good. Some Kings are assholes. There are some unfortunate tragedy that befall some houses and some houses are elevated all at random just because the war, the world is constantly in motion and constantly in flux. I don't like this idea of like, Nope, here's this thing that's going to happen. Now it makes sense in a way because we just literally talked about, uh, Danny's the dreamer dreaming about the doom of Valyria and that ended up happening. And she was right about that. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely prophecies that come to fruition in this, and there's definitely lots of magic in this world. Mm-hmm. I'm not against any of that. I love that. Um, it's just the fact that the, that the Targaryens secretly were conquering for good, you yeah. know, it, it's not as cool as like, they're just kind of because yeah. they could. Yeah. They got dragons and shit. They got bored. You were flying around looking at all these ants that are just, well, oh, look at me. I'm trying to grow me crops. Kind of want to burn them. <laughs> I mean, we've all played like a Grand Theft Auto game and it's like, I could, yeah, exactly. I could run every red light and nothing, no consequences <laughs> at all for me. Imagine that, but you're on a dragon. Steve, you seem like the type that stops at the red lights. Do you stop at the red lights? Oh, in Grand Theft Auto? Uh-huh. No. But we all have. We right? have. Yeah, like, oh, what, yeah. What's you get, it like? I we, actually yeah. like those videos or those yeah. guys that like mod GTA five and they act like it's a normal world yeah. and they'll just sit on the side of a road as a cop and like <laughs> check it, and then pull them over for going too fast and shit. Uh, you ever watch those work, man? My wife's pregnant. <laughs> Dude, it's so fun. And people are always in the comments like touch grass. And I'm like, Dude, this is fun. This yeah, is that, awesome. That is fun. I like that. that sounds I've never amazing. watched videos, but I have heard about it. And it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, they go up to the window and they're like, let me see your license registration. And they even like study them. They're like 1041. Uh, hold, hold one second. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, he's got a gun. And then like, I'll have like five other buddies show up in squad cars and put it down. Drop it. Don't do it. Don't do it, brother. Anyway, <laughs> that's fun. But if they had one of those for uh, Westeros, but it's a dragon, and you had a yeah, a hundred percent, you just swoop yeah. down in your dragon. You say, "Do you realize how fast you're going on a horse, sir?" <laughs> but you're on a dragon. Yeah, and they eat the horse. I like that you brought up though that there it, it kind of turns it into conquering for good because there is no such thing as conquering for good, and that is absolutely what they're doing by retconning in this way. And I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, and that's always been the the Valyrian story. So people have also asked, how do the Targaryens specifically control dragons? And the honest answer is that people don't really know. Uh, it's magic for mm-hmm. one. So their their history is that they found the dragons in the fourteen flames. And the fourteen flames were just a ring of volcanoes that surrounded old Valyria, right? Um, and but the uh, the 
from a shy, you know, the place called a shy, mm-hmm. the Ashai, like the wizards and stuff from that far east area, they claim that they taught like the shadow binders taught the Targaryens how to control the dragons. And they found dragon bones all across the world, like even as far as like Sothorios and stuff way down south. Mm-hmm. So it's understood that they're kind of like dinosaurs and they've been everywhere. And so the the Valyrian myth that they found the dragons in the volcano seems to be wrong because they're like just a world world a world. What's the, what's the fucking global creature? Jeez, I had a stroke. <laughs> Ubiquitous? <laughs> Ubiquitous, sure. Right. Um, so that's how they control them, though. It's most likely the truth is that they learned that from the technique from the spellbinders of a, of a shy mm-hmm. um, and just learned that. And I guess it became like an inherited trait. Uh, though, to okay. be honest, in my opinion, George Martin's a little inconsistent as to the abilities of the Targaryens, because I think like Daenerys, uh, she's the unburnt. Mm-hmm. Right. Like she can walk through flame. I did. Uh, where did I see this on? I think I saw it on. Um, I think it was an alt shift X theory. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Uh-uh. It's, a, it's a YouTube channel. He's he's a really good deep. If you want to get really, really deep into Game of Thrones lore, check out Alt shift X videos. They're great. But he actually brought that up. And there's this theory going on that the unburnt happens because similar to how when Melisandre from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. revived Jon Snow. um there had to be death for a rebirth. Right. And because like blood magic and like magic like that requires some sort of death to, to bring back something to life. And because when, uh, Danny originally became unburnt and had this power, it was when, uh, there was that blood or that burning of Drogo and, um, Millie Mazdur, is that the Miri Mazdur? Yeah. Because there was that, like that almost sacrifice, they accidentally created this, Extra Targaryen Targaryen ability that she had that wasn't necessarily intentional, Uh but because the the elements were right of the sacrifice of two lives, she was able to have this magical upbringing of being unburnt, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if that's true. I think, but I thought that was a smart idea. I think that's a fabulous retcon. Does she in the books get? Uh, is she unburnt more than once? Because also, I'm pretty sure in the books, doesn't her hair burn off? Her hair it makes more sense, yeah, because her hair is not. it doesn't have that unburnt but, quality. So like in the show, we see her be unburnt a couple of times. Um, d- d- does it happen more than once in the books? Maybe in the House or of the Undying. It? Remember when she burns down the entire house in Karth? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I th- it might happen there. Okay. I'm not sure, for, to be honest with you. Um, so that's how the, the Targaryens control the dragons or the Valyrians in general. Um, and what happened with the Valyrian, they were, they're called the Freehold. And so they actually had a pseudo democratic you know, kind of maybe oligarchy, maybe. So there was like the 40 or 50 families that would rule everything together by vote and stuff like that. The other uh, empire at the time was Old Giss. I'm Old Giss. I'm Old Giss. <laughs> Welcome to my apartment. Uh, and they were like this monstrosity, kind of like a, a Far East Rome. And uh, they had a massive empire and they, they're like heavy in the slave trade. And so uh, the Valyrians conquered them. Like we have dragons. Fuck you. That's not nice. But then they learned slavery from the Giscari. Uh, and so they started conquering all of the other cities around there. Like, They're like, yo, we can make people do stuff. Yeah. Like for free Marine, Volantis, all the places, Astapor, all the places that you learn about in, in Daenerys's story in game of Thrones. Um, that that's where they conquered. And so all of those cities speak Valyrian because Valyria conquered old Gis. Mm-hmm. And now there's a city called new Gis that anyway, so not to get too deep. Is that kind of like Ocean lore? Is that kind of like new Coke? Yes. It's really <laughs> controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Some people really love new gifts, but a lot of people say it's not as good as old gifts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they prefer the old. It's like the thing. 
They're like, it's not the same great taste. Mm-mm. It's not the same great guess. <laughs> same great guess. New <laughs> guess flavor. Again. Make guess great again. Exactly. And so, yeah, Valeria went hog wild and started conquering everybody until the doom. And nobody knows what the doom is. Like in I was the, about to ask. You brought up the doom earlier. In the know. show, King Viserys is like, it's because we started controlling the dragons. And like, ultimately, as far as I remember reading, it's not confirmed what happened uh, to Valyria, you know, some, some sort of like cataclysm delved too deep kind of dwarven Moria thing. You know, I always took it. Who knows what they released with the blood magic. Like we don't know what the cause was, but because a lot of Valyria is based around like volcanoes and shit, like, isn't it implied that a ton of those volcanoes just went off and that's what I thought. Yeah. Kind of like a Pompeii thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's implied that it's because of their tinkering and tampering with the blood magic that they were using. There's also a theory that the faceless men also had something to do with it. Like they caused it, but that's like a, I don't think that. That's true, but that's like an in-universe like rumor. Thing. You're like, oh, oh man, the faceless men. I heard they brought down bring Valyria. On Valyria, yeah. And by the way, part of the reason that Westeros got established is because of the conquest of the Valyrians. I think, as I recall, uh, so originally it was just the children of the forest, and we're talking way back in the age of heroes, uh, 20,000 years ago. It was just the children of the forest, giants, stuff like that. Uh, these little, like basically elves, like magical creatures mm-hmm. that that built the werewoods, the heart trees um, that that litter um, Westeros, and then <laughs> that litter. Yeah, there, and then there was. Can the you fir- pick up your trees, please? <laughs> and then the first men migrated from. Uh, There's like one Roynar guy that's like crying because some someone threw. <laughs> A weirwood tree <laughs> off their horse. <laughs> and then the, the first men migrated from Essos because uh, at, at the time it was like, kind of like a Pangea. There was a, a landmass that connected Essos and Westeros that later crumbled and became like the Stepstone Islands and Dragonstone and stuff. That Pangea continent was actually called the Best of Us. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch don't know about Pangea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, and Brain so the, poop. it was the first men fighting the children of the forest. They had bronze weapons. And then so the Andals came from Andalos, and that was another place in Essos. And they ran basically from the Targaryen rule. They didn't want to because they worshiped the seven. They didn't want to use the Valyrian religion and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they migrated to Westeros and conquered uh the, the first men because they had iron and steel. And then uh, the Roiner were another group of people that uh, came from Essos with Nymeria and her 10,000 ships and they settled in Dorne. So that's why when they announced the king uh, of Westeros, that's always like king of the Andals, the Roiner and the first men, because it's all of those peoples that had populated Westeros and are the population that it, it was before the Targaryens came over and took over. So mm-hmm. hope we're setting a good stage for like the ancient history of Westeros there. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, so it's about 300 years ago, it's Aegon and then his little buddies, the Valarions, right? <laughs> yeah. Valarions. And they have five dragons and his sister was dragons. The dragons. No, and I they can't wait up. for that to be revealed. There's a family <laughs> That's what they call the dudes with the pikes that look like monks. Like we're the dragons. We are the dragons. <laughs> we take care of the dragons. And when when they stub their toe, they're like drag on it. <laughs> That's the expletive back then. Uh, and so Aegon, I guess, because he wants to stop the future White Walkers and the Night King, conquers Westeros with his two sister wives, Rhaenys 
and Visenya. And that story is super cool. Yeah, that's a really neat story. Aegon carries the sword Blackfire, which is the Valyrian steel. That's another cool thing. So Valyrian steel is steel of Valyria that nobody knows how to make anymore. So there's only like, I think, 227 Valyrian steel swords still in existence in Westeros. It's extra sharp. It's extra strong. It's way better than steel, uh, regular steel. So that's what that is. His sword is called Blackfire and uh, his sister Visenya carries a sword called Dark Sister. And then his sister Rhaenys. I don't think she has a named sword, as I recall. No, because she's she's not really a warrior. She yes, she, she's a poet. She, yeah, she'll ride around on a dragon and burn people from yes. her dragon, but she's not going to ride in the battle and fight people. Just because, yeah, like you said, she's more of a poet. She's a lover of the arts. Yep. Um, Huge patron of the arts. She would have been a member of Streaming Things Patreon. Yes. Right. Yeah. Almost <laughs> for sure. Definitely. Well, it's funny because like. So she, her sister is Visenya and Visenya is very much like the opposite where she's like a brutal yes. warrior princess and she's kind of vicious and crazy in a way. Yeah. In a way she's uh, pretty, she has a cruel streak. Yeah. Um, but, and, and then Aegon is a lot more, he's very even tempered. He's, he doesn't, he doesn't talk a lot. He's, he's very like resolute, but he seems to like, like hanging out with, uh, he prefers Rainey's he's Rainey's, in love yeah. with her, but his, his personality is kind of tempered by the two sister wives. Like yeah. that's both facets mm. of Aegon. Mm-hmm. You get the uh, feeling that he, like they would not be nearly as successful without the three of them at the same 100%, 100%. time. You lose one. You really, they, the rest of them kind of fall apart. In fact, at one point Rainey's, uh, passes away like 10 years after they conquer. She, they're trying to retake Dorn again and she dies. They never then, really took Dorn. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Dorn is unbowed, unbent, unbroken. And they were the only people to resist Aegon's conquest. So he pretty easily took the West and the East and the North and uh, the Riverlands and the I crown lands as they're now one called. One of them went to Dorn and like no one was there except for they the all left. Uh, they're like, nah. Yep. They left Sunspear and just lived in the desert and shit. She, she eventually found the the princess of Dorne, the the yellow toad. I can't remember her actual name, but they call her the yellow toad because she's like old and fat. Yeah. And just like, um, what's her name? The Queen of Thorns. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Olena Martell. Olena Martell. Yeah. But she, not but, Martell. But she, Tyrell. Tyrell. Yeah. She meets up with her. She's the only person in Sunspear. Or I think it's Sunspear. It might be a uh-huh. different it's Sunspear. city. But yeah, the princess like, yeah, uh, we're unbound, unbent, unbroken. You're never going to conquer. Uh, fuck off. If you mm-hmm. come back, we'll kill you. Yeah. Conquered ease is what she said, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And that's not in the, the maester's notes, but we can infer. Yeah. From rumors that she said conquered these. I don't know what that means. Maester Marty B has it written down right here. <laughs> Tell us. She, she flew down on her dragon uh-huh. and uh, the toad lady said conquered these. <laughs> and then she pointed at a couple of nuts that were in a bowl. <laughs> couple these of- pistachios. <laughs> mm. Mm. So, yeah, I, I love that story because Rhaenys rode a dragon called Meraxes and uh, Aegon rode Balerion the Black Dread, of course. And uh, Visenya rode Vagar. Vagar. And Balerion was the biggest, Vagar the second. And the Meraxes was still for like, I mean, it's, a, it's a dragon. Compared yeah, to people and horses, mm-hmm. very huge. But right. compared to Balerion, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, any Hoozle, yeah, Meraxes and Rhaenys got killed trying to conquer Dorne. And that's who they're referring to. There's a scene in the first episode of Hot D where uh, Emma is talking to Viserys in the bathtub and she's like, oh, uh, Rhaenyra already thinks it's going to be a sister. She wants to name it Vagar. And he's like, we already have one Vagar in this family. And he's referring to, I thought she said she wants to name it Visenya. 
Oh, well, maybe it was Visenya. Yeah, the, but but that's who she's referring the to. Sister, is the yeah. sister, and it's like, oh, we already have one of those because Daemon is probably very yes. similar to Visenya. Like very mm, okay. The the appetite for blood, the bloodlust, the sexual appetite, all that stuff is just mm-hmm. very uh, unhinged. And, and both of them have dark sister. Yeah, and so he has <laughs> Daemon Targaryen has the sword that was Visenya's dark sister, and then the ancestral king sword is always Blackfire, and that is carried by uh, King Viserys. And we talked about it before. King Viserys doesn't ride a dragon because he rode Balerion when he was old and just has never chosen a second dragon. Um, and you get the sense that he's not about that life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the backdrop of Viserys the Targaryen family. just wants to have family. fun. He just wants everyone to get along. Why is everybody fighting? We're, we're, <laughs> we're Targaryens. We're so cool. Why is, why is everyone yelling at me and trying to make me decide things? I just want to hang out and play with my models. <laughs> He does. He's like the, <laughs> he's the, the train guy. The, he's of that the era. train guy of Westeros. Hey man, put some spec on that name. Train guys are awesome. Train guys the, are cool. Honestly, that Choo-choo. scene did so much to like, oh man, I ride, ride or die with Viserys right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone who shows their For nerd real. card in Westeros, bless. <laughs> and so, and so Corlys Velaryon has like the Velaryon family has almost always been master of ships. Uh, so the small council is the, you know, tiny council of people that help control and govern Westeros under the king. And there's like a master of coin who's the treasurer, master of whisperers, who's just like the Spy CIA master. basically. Mm-hmm. And then the master of ships is the admiral that controls the the fleet. And that's 99% of the time, somebody of house Valarion. In fact, it, it just became considered kind of an ancestral political seat, the master of ships for the Valarions. Um, and then Calor. Corliss Velaryon, the guy who's in House of the Dragon episode one, he has an amazing backstory. We talked about it on the last episode, but he actually is, is the only living person to have sailed a ship as far as Yi-T, which is a, a, a city that's basically, you know, China to like. There's a lot of Reese's Pieces in Yi-T. Yeah. The, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a, kids somebody on bicycles. Keys that's chasing these kids around. Nobody yeah. knows what's over there. He got there and he was like, first mate, phone home yeah. <laughs> by Raven. <laughs> Yi-T, phone home. Uh, yeah. And so what's cool about that, though, is he brought back so many like spices and silk and things like that, that the Valarians are the richest family in Westeros. Uh, at this time. So that is important to note, like they're mm-hmm. how powerful they are, because at the Lannisters literally mine gold out of the mountain and Casterly Rock and the Valarians became briefly more wealthy than them. And that's very important. Yeah. So wow. and if you watch the original Game of Thrones, th- that house still is around, but it's nowhere near as powerful as Valarion. Yeah. Yes. They so are still around. That was okay. a question we had gotten. The Valarians do exist. And in, in the books, they're mentioned like I think. Jon Snow will see their banner in a, in a war or something, you know, cause it's like a seahorse. Um, it, it's mentioned like, Oh, the Valarion seahorses over there, their bitch asses are over there, but they're, mm-hmm. yeah, they're nowhere near the power that they are at this time without the Targaryens. Like nobody gives a shit about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Targaryens weren't even that powerful in game of Thrones cause they had mad heiresses, crazy ass. Mm-hmm. So were the Greyjoys still a thing at this time when the yes. Valarions yes. were okay. Greyjoys are still the Lords of Pike. Okay. Um, Just opposite ends of the country. But they weren't quite the sea power that they, you know, because they had the Valorians were around. So mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty neat. Maybe we'll find out why they're not as powerful by watching Hot D. I think we, we will. Yeah. I think we will. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. What are the questions that we have? We had, how do they ride the dragons? We had like the, it's all just family tree stuff in general. Uh, so Otto Hightower, the Hightowers have always been the lords of Old Town. And Old Town's always been the most popular, uh, populated, you know, biggest, most powerful city because that's the seat of their faith. 
mm-hmm. the, the faith of the seven. That's uh, where so the maesters it's, it's go like, to school at the Citadel. It's like the Rome, you know, cause it's where the, the Pope is the high Septon. Mm-hmm. And so the high towers are used to that kind of prestige. However, when Aegon get off your high tower, <laughs> when Aegon <laughs> conquered Westeros, he landed right there. It was just tactically beneficial where he landed from Dragonstone. It was like the Blackwater Rush, which is the river that comes out of the Blackwater Bay. It just gave access to that. So he could access all kinds of important uh, forts and cities in the Seven Kingdoms. So he landed there and it became the Aegon Fort because he built fortifications to resist attack. And then eventually when he won, when he conquered everybody, he took down the Aegon Fort and built the Red Keep. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 And then it's called King's Landing because that's where the motherfucking king landed. Landed. Thank you, George, for something normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, just a group of, you know, a city just kind of vomited out of happenstance by people wanting to be near the king. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it should be said that when Aegon was conquering Westeros, like a lot of the, obviously the lords of Westeros at the time, most of them were like, who the hell is this guy coming in and ruining our fun? We're seven. Ah! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're seven separate kingdoms. We don't have to bend the knee to no man. Yeah, We don't be bending knees. Let's fuck that guy up. Oh, he's got dragons. But unfortunate every yeah. but but Aegon was interesting he's an interesting guy because like he will burn you alive if you slight him but if you bend the knee he will forgive you completely and he will treat you like the greatest person ever so if you like there's a there's a stark was it uh which stark was it rickon i don't know if it was rickon it wasn't rickon brandon stark or, and it's not cregan one of the the stark who was king at the time they they met on the battlefield and he could see like the dragons and the Targaryens. He's like, nope. And, he, and yeah, <laughs> after a couple of days, he's like, ah, we're never gonna win. I'll kneel. And he became like the king who kneels, kneels king the, who knelt. But like, Aegon the Carrion was like, hey man, we're cool. You you run the north. All right, I'm gonna go fry other people south. But and and that's. But while I I say that to say that even though the lords had a very conflicting opinion of him, most of the small folk fucking loved him because he was mixing shit up. He was very kind. He was given, especially Rainis, like with her influence is where yes. he was pretty. And Visenya was always like, I vote we burn him. Yeah. Stabby. I'm getting real stabby <laughs> over here. Yeah. I think she was the one. It's a cool story because the eerie still existed. The, oh, I love the story. Yeah. And so the, 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 the seat of house Aaron was like, you know, fuck you guys. We're not kneeling. We got the most impregnable fortress known to man. And it is like, it's in the it's, mountains. It's impossible to get to the Erie and, and storm. It's impossible to storm that castle. Unless uh, you're, what's his name? Uh, um, Tyrion's friend. He says, I'll impregnate oh, the bitch. Braun. Yeah. Braun. <laughs> yeah, Braun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nigh impregnable. And Visenya just flew Vagar up there and landed and was like, what's up? <laughs> she's like, I surrender. No, it's so funny because at the time the king was like a Robin Aaron. It was like the king was a child. And so and like his mom was basically running the show. But yeah. uh, Visenya landed in the courthouse where the it little was like boy came. With and was playing yeah, with they him. They were friends. Like, I, I read that Yeah, part. they were like, yeah. check out the little dragon. And the boy's like, mommy, can I go ride on the dragon? <laughs> yeah. And the mom's like, takes the veiled threat and is like. Get it veiled threat. (laughs) Didn't do that on purpose. I love the line because it's like the little boy did indeed do three laps around the kingdom (laughs) on, uh, on dragon back that day. He went up in the sky, a king, but landed a Lord. Like, Mm -hmm. ah, Good that's writing. It's good writing. It's almost like George is good at this shit. I know, right? So that's the tale of conquering the veil, baby. Uh, any other family trees do you think people are confused about? I don't have a really good reference point for their confusion. You know, uh, obviously there's a lot of Baratheons still around. They're, they're hugely important. Uh, and in fact, 
the Baratheons actually get blended with the Targaryen bloodline. Quite a bit. Uh, it's quite a bit. So there's that to look forward to. It's, it's ironic, the enmity between Robert and Rhaegar. Because the Baratheons, they... They family. Originally, they lived on Storm's End, correct? Were they always on Storm's End? That's where they... Yeah. I know they own it now, but they were there. And which is and Storm's End's pretty close to Dragonstone, so... There was a different Stormlord, I think. I think the Baratheons supported... Uh, Aegon, yeah, and they were Oris, given the Stormlands. Yeah, Oris Baratheon was Aegon's best friend growing up. Yes, mm-hmm. and so when Aegon went to conquer, Oris was like his right hand man. Is that which is so funny because he was originally hand right for a yeah, while. Yeah, he was the first hand. Um, and it's so interesting for so long the history of these two families, Baratheon and Targaryens, were like very very close. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really kind of tragic and ironic that Robert Baratheon's the one that kind of turned it around and destroyed the Targaryens essentially because of the Mad King and what he does. But, yes. But it's kind of the Mad King. I was thinking about it is basically the Denethor. Like King Aerys II is basically did the Denethor. Sing me a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like grapes. <laughs> I'm not going to cut my fingernails. <laughs> Especially the way that he dies. He's like sets himself on fire and shit. Like mm-hmm. very King Aerys. Um, so, yeah, the, I think the Baratheons have always been intertwined very heavily with the Targaryen bloodline. Um, and we're going to see almost every family that you know of from Game of Thrones is going to make an appearance of some kind in uh, House of the Dragon. We've seen. So um, are the uh, Tyrells in power yet or is somebody else? Yes, the Tyrells yeah. currently rule Highgarden. They do. Um, okay. There's still a big deal. The Martells have always ruled Dorne. Um Starks are still Starks. Starks are Stark still Lannisters. Stark Lannisters. It was Torrin Stark that knelt, by the way. Torrin. Torrin, thank yep. you. Thank, thank you, you for looking that um, up. Let's see, who, who else would potentially appear? Um, did we ever find out where Varys was from? Is Varys from like Varys is from Essos. He is, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Masaria is really cool. We talked about her on the last recap of episode one, but I, I was listening to other podcasts and they were suggesting that with the interesting accent that the actress is doing, I, I don't recall her name, but she's in some, some really big stuff other than house of the dragon. Um, the, the accent that she's doing is interesting. They think and might imply like some, maybe they're going to say she's from ET or something. Uh, I think it was Kim Renfro on cast of Kings that was saying that. So she's what, supposed to be from Liss. What we all want to know is more about the Westerlings, the uh, Graham McTavish house. <laughs> we got a lot of emails about Graham McTavish. Yeah, those are so emails apparently were he great. played Dwalin. Yeah. No, it was one of those things like we got, we got a ton of emails of people like, oh, he plays this and this movie, this and this movie. And it's like, oh, you're right. He does. I completely forgot. <laughs> and about they're that. always like fantastical or medieval roles as well. Yeah. Like he has a niche. You were apparently the only man on earth to be like, it's the fucking guy from Uncharted. <laughs> well, because I'm such a huge fan of those games. <laughs> Everybody else is like, what? Yeah, they're like, uh, have you seen Outlander, that wildly successful TV show? Or I don't know, The Hobbit? It's like somebody seeing Tom Holland and being like, it's the guy from <laughs> Cherry. Yeah. And everybody's like, what? what? <laughs> okay. You know, the Russo Brothers movie? Yeah. That's the one I think of with Russo Brothers? It's on Apple TV Plus. 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 Um, there was a, a dragon egg that I forgot last episode. Oh, uh, so we we talked. The dragon egg is if you didn't listen to our first recap, is where we it's an Easter egg or a reference that we can find. Uh, I think when Allison Hightower at the end of episode one comes in with the book to I got a book. Talk, I got a book. <laughs> I'm not trying to seduce you. I am wearing my mother's dress, but Dad <laughs> sent me here, and he would never imply that I should seduce you. That'd be super weird. It's just a normal book. It's not like the Kama Sutra. And Viserys is like, <laughs> I'm a Targaryen. I really don't. Nothing's too kinky. 
What's up? <laughs> Did you like my model? <laughs> it's only a model. Uh, so then uh, I, I think it's a reference to the fact that the the book Alice at Hightower read to King Jaehaerys on his deathbed because she's actually supposed to be much older in the books than mm-hmm. she is in the show. And she's not friends with Rhaenyra, I don't believe at all. In, in the book. Yeah, they don't say that. Uh, so that's an interesting dynamic that they give those two ladies. Um, so I think she famously was reading to King Jaehaerys on his deathbed. And I think that that's why they had her bring a book to King Viserys because they didn't show that part of King Jaehaerys. Like, hey, homie, you about to die? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. You know what I mean? That They showed her with a book almost constantly in the mm-hmm. first episode, actually. And I think that's kind of what she's known as. It's like right. the little lady who reads. She'd be reading. It's so interesting just because I, I know where the story's going. So I like the little the little breadcrumbs are leaving like, Oh, that's so cool. How they're starting this relationship here, knowing where things go. Yes. And I yeah. did, I'm, we're not going to go there and spoil like, yeah, we're not going to book stuff yet. Uh, on this episode, but it is, I'm noticing that too. I'm like, Oh, that's going to make that so much more painful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is going to be really, it's a game of Thrones show. So, so you like, know, this is going to hurt. Things yeah. are going to hurt. There are going to yeah. be some real tragic shit that goes down with these characters. And it, I I'm looking forward to From the guys who brought you Hodor and, the Red uh, Wedding comes a new fantastical what tale. What was that quote? If you thought this was going to end well, you haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Is yeah. It, I think that's that, what it is. Uh, Tyrion? No, not Tyrion. Um, the bastard. Uh, Ramsey? Oh, Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. Yes. The bastard. Yes. Battle of the Bastards, the other bastard. Is <laughs> also, uh, chaos is a ladder, Andy. Yeah, that's true. It's not a pit. And mm-hmm. I am the god of tits and wine. Andy thought it was a pit. It's a ladder. Yeah, yeah. I had to tell Fun him. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. What about a shoot? Is there a shoot with that ladder? So. No? Okay. I don't think so. Temp- escalator. Temporarily stairs. An escalator, yep, can never break. It can only become <laughs> stairs. Fun fact about Westeros. Sorry for the convenience. So, yeah, I mean, I, what other lore should we talk about? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, uh, listener, we we did a bunch of mailbag episodes for streaming things. Maybe if we get a ton of people who are writing in who have specific questions about stuff, maybe that could be a really good mailbag. So if you guys have questions about specific lore items, because it's hard for me to kind of understand, like, what are people having difficulty latching onto just because like I've read the book and I already have that yeah. context. So I, without, without putting myself in the position of not having this context, it's hard for me to figure out what should we really spend time on talking about. So if you guys have any suggestions, I would love to hear them. Yeah. So I hadn't talked about it with you guys yet, but I was planning in my head. This is my head canon uh, that next week, because we don't have rings of power yet either. Eventually we're going to be doing both the rings of power and house of the dragon. We'll be all booked up for mm-hmm. sure. But next week there's a tiny window where we have time. Actually is Friday, Thursday nights. The next week is where rings of power comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Next Thursday. Yeah, so maybe not. But I was hoping to get a mailbag in between Sunday and Thursday. I don't know if that's possible or if, if we get enough emails, I guess we'll try to figure out a way to do it. But yeah, well, e- email us eventually and we'll definitely do one uh, before the season ends. Yeah, the I season's going to end in uh, mid-October, late yeah. October. So we got time. So send them in and we'll just compile them and then we'll get to get to it. Because there's, there's already been a couple emails that I think are really good that are worth saving. 
So hundred percent. So yeah, email streamingthingspod at gmail.com. We want to do a big house of the dragon mailbag before the season ends. And we're very excited for the rings of power. We're going to be going to be covering both uh, as, as much as we can, at least we're to, so yeah, patreon.com slash streaming things. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing our best. I know Steve's getting stressed. He's got to do all the editing and stuff, but it's so damn fun hanging out with you guys. Oh yeah. We want to do it as much as possible. You get to hang out with us. You get to hang out with master, Maester Marty B. Maester Marty B baby. Hello, gentlemen. I'm here. Would you like a little bit of the? What would Argyle be in in Westeros? Uh, would he have any position? He would be <laughs> definitely wouldn't be on the small uh, council. High Garden, obviously. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, guys? Damn, man, Aegon just smacked the shit out of y'all. <laughs> high Garden. <laughs> what what new characters are we going to invent with Hot D? Time will tell. Dude, who, who knows? Oh, it, it really, we don't plan any of this shit. It just kind of happens. And if we yeah. think it's funny, we just run it to the ground. Yep. And if we get fucking one email about something, it becomes a constant reoccurring character. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or if somebody uh, leaves it in an iTunes review, yep. which we need those, by the way. There's a ton of House of the Dragon podcasts that are doing really well. God love them. We love them. And we support those people. Yeah, they're doing but, good uh, work. We need some more rates, ratings and reviewings on the Spotify's and the iTunes. So wherever you're listening to this, if you could, you know, give us a few stars, maybe five. That'd be awesome. Help mm-hmm. us out a lot. Help other people discover us. We're actually the... Number five Rings of Power podcast in the world, though. And we haven't done anything <laughs> <Let's> yet. <go. laughs> That's cool. Hey, we did that trivia game. That's pretty good. And we released Lord of the Rings as well mm-hmm. a couple weeks I ago. I love those Lord of the Rings episodes. Those are great. Yeah. And great. I'm actually really pleased at how well House of the Dragon is doing. I don't know if you guys have done any. Yeah, it's it had, what, 10 million people yes. stream it, stream the first mm-hmm. episode on HBO Max. It's the number one premiere show they've ever had on uh, Max. Yes, as far as like pr- a brand new show premiere, which yeah. makes sense because it's coming off of the most successful show of all times, IP. Which is so um, funny because there were a ton of people who were like, well, uh, no one's going to watch it. That's what I was going to talk yeah. about. To burn so by There was a lot eight. of haters that were like, this show's going to fail. Uh-huh. Fuck GOT, never going back. And How's I, that egg on your face? Ah, ah. I made that joke last episode. I remember. Still, I'm still happy it's one of those things it. you can run into the ground because it's great. Boom, boom, We're baby. Doing it. Yeah, so it was a hugely successful premiere. Uh, did you guys see that video of the uh, New York apartment building? Yes, dude. Yeah. All, all the windows that were all flashing the same lights. That was so awesome. They're all watching a hot D at the same time. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty incredible. That was, was really, really cool. Because cool. it, it's like, we don't get that a lot anymore. This prestige uh, appointment viewing where, you know, the entire world is sitting down at 9 p.m. or whatever time it is where you're at <laughs> to watch this one show and then like get on Twitter together afterward. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that doesn't happen a lot anymore. You just kind of binge it at your own pace for the most part in the world of streaming. And I, that's one of the things I missed most about the game of Thrones show. Cause mm-hmm. it was like eight 59. I sat down on the couch with my food, handed my wife her plate and just stared at the TV and just wrapped attention. And then afterward on Twitter, it was just like hashtag Thrones y'all it was just <laughs> blowing up with all thrones, these, y'all. <laughs> with all these instantly made gifts of Tom and jumping out the window and stuff. I don't know how people, I don't know how people are so fast. Dude, they're so fast. It's insane. Do what I can't wait for though. And what's been burning my head. And every time I watch an HBO original, I'm disappointed when we get the little static and then the HBO. Oh. Yeah. And then we don't get right after that. It's something else. And I'm like, I, I deflate a little bit every time. What do you think? Um, the, the intro is going to be, I don't know. Cause they don't reveal it on a pilot. It's going to be next, uh, next yeah, week. Yeah. Did yeah. they not do it in the pilot of game of Thrones? No. Oh, oh, I don't remember, but I think it's pretty normal to jump right in. Current. Yeah. That's modern. Question, yeah. But know. I'm pretty sure game 2011. Of Thrones, yeah. I'm pretty sure in 2011, the, or whenever was it 2011 when came? I think so. Um, 
for some reason I was thinking 2010, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the first episode had that, that stinger. The dun, 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 dun. So I, I hope we get something like that. Cause that's, that's always yeah. one of my favorite things about game of Thrones was that intro. Cause you could be like, Ooh, where are we going today? Yeah. Cause the map would always, sometimes it would change and like, Oh, we're going to a new place. <laughs> yeah. It was like a way to help you keep track of where you were at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I love what Ramin Jawadi did though. in the, at the end of the last episode of episode one of house of the dragon, where he, he did the old theme, but with like a choral element, like there were people singing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, cause I watched it again. Have you guys watched it a second time? Not yes, yet. No. I have. I, I did the next morning, I think like a psychopath. So really quick, I had uh, to finish the rehearsal, which is insane. Did you watch the finale? I did. We'll yes. talk about it after. Yeah. <laughs> what of all like the memes and stuff that was generated by the first episode, do you have a favorite one? Because I have one. I uh, see if, what you guys would have. I know what it is. It's uh, the guy kneeling at the gravestone. Is that your favorite? That's not my favorite one, but that is a good one. Where it's the guy in front of the gravestone. It says Balon, on and the, yeah. then <laughs> it's, it's Damon Targaryen like <laughs> throwing up. A, I forget what it I, is. He's doing a peace sign. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, deuces. air for a day. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's probably my favorite meme. So, so, Andy, do you have one? No, I don't, man. My I, favorite one, uh, someone took the scene where Damon gets hit and his back is skidding on the, on the rail of the tourney. Oh, and, and they, they put in the, the to Tony, the Tony Hawk. Uh, oh, I did see that one. The manual balance great. beam. They added the Tony Hawk music. And then when he gets, when the one guy tries to help him up and he shoves him, it goes shove and makes that little like, <laughs> <laughs> the pop shove it. Like, yeah. Trick thing. yeah, that was really well done. Wonderful. That was great. Uh, people are quick. I'm looking, it, man. I'm looking forward to these, uh, the episodic memes. Those would be great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Thrones y'all. Yeah, it's back. Thrones, y'all, baby. It's back. Uh, I think that's, is that all the lore and stuff we have for now? Like, like we said, reach out, let us know what you guys want to talk about. And we'll dive deep into yeah, it. I mean, I, I've got the world and ice of fire book. I've read game of Thrones or song of ice and fire and the books that are out, uh, four or five times and a uh, huge fan of the show. It's, you know, Steve's a fucking nerd from way back. Andy, super dork. Yes. So anything you guys want us <laughs> to talk about, like I said, not nece- maybe not necessarily something that you're, you you do not know about, but you just like hearing people talk about it right in streaming We'd love to nerd out. Uh, but tune in Monday for the recap of uh, episode two. And then we're going to be doing rings of power or as we'll be calling it from now on hot D and trop. D and trop. I love it. Right? Okay. Right. I like Are it. we doing that? Hot D and trop. Am I making fetch happen right now? that that saying is streets ahead my man (laughs) Uh, that's all the time we have for right now thank you all so much for listening my name is Chris I'm Andy and I'm Steve and this is Streaming Things happy streaming just had a little something here. Maybe I can bring this dead corpse back to... Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. It's me, Maester Marty B. Uh, welcome to my shop. Uh, this is my crib. This is where I roll. I do all sorts of random experiments, all for the good of the realm. In fact, right over here, I'm making a little bit of milk of the papa. It's kind of like milk of the poppy, but my own special ingredients. That, that was grosser than I intended. But I'm here to give thanks to the people who support the fine show of streaming things. So let's get this started. <clears throat> For the realm, we would like to thank A. Wells, Aaron B., Aaron K., Aaron L., Double A. Aaron A., Adam C., Adam H., Adam R., 
Thank you to Aiden, Alexis, Allison, Amanda K, Amanda S. I would like to thank Amber and also Amber M. Thank you, Andre. Thank you, Andrew G, Andrew P, Andy, and Annalise. Of course, we can't thank we can't forget about Annie. Oh, oh, Annie, that little scamp. Thank you, RK Shenanigans. I'm quite fond of of well, your shenanigans. Quite fond of those. Thank you, Ariana, Arcadia. Thank you, Double R, Aaron A. Thank you to Ashley P and Austin. Thank you all so much. The realm thanks you. If there were a master of coin here, you all would probably be giving the money to him. But it's not me. I'm just Maester Marty B. Thank you so much to Barb. Hashtag justice for you, my lady. Thank you to Bill, Brandon, Brianna, Brenda, Brett, and Brittany. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Cake. Who doesn't love cake? Thank you, Caleb, Carlo, Carmelita, KCG, KCH, KCM. Thank you to Katarina. Thank you to Chloe. Thank you, Chris, Cindy, Clay, Cody. Thank you all so much. I'm so happy to hear that none of you have a terrible wound. Thank you to Damien. That sounds like that should be a dragon's name. I'm going to tell... I'm going to tell Damon Targaryen that he should name a dragon Damien. Thank you, Danae, Danielle, David, DC Hart, Debbie, and thank you, of course, to E. Lopez, one of, one of the longest patrons we've had. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Enza, from the Belgium realm. It's, when you say the Belgium realm, it sounds a lot cooler. I don't know why. We, why, don't we, why don't we say everything is a realm? That would be cool. Thank you so much to Erica, Irvin, Gavin, Georgia, Hannah, Heath. Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Jadinklage. Such a wonderful person, that Jadinklage. Thank you, Jocelyn, Jacob, Jade. I really do love the color, Jade. Also love the stones. Thank you, Jack and Daxter93. That game was so cool. Oh, you know Maester Marty B was playing the hell out of Jack and Daxter. Thank you to Jake, James, Jeanette, Jen, uh, AJ, Jennifer. Thank you, Jenny. I hope you're not Jenny of Old Stone, because that's a sad song. And you you are much you are such a cool person. I hope none of that would ever happen to you, what happened to poor Jenny of Old Stone. Let's see, what else do we got here? We have to thank Jess Jess. Jess, Jess, I want to know, are you two people who are conjoined? Because I would like to run experiments if you are. Just DM me. DM Maester Marty B, please. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse M. It's a different Jesse. Thank you, Jillian. Uh, Jillian B. Also, I skipped Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jillian B, Jillian L, and Jillian M. A lot of Jillians out there. Thank you so much to Jimmy. What a good dude. Thank you, Joel A, Joel D., we got a John C, John M. We got a second John M. And thank you, John T. And last but not least, we got John R. There's so many Johns. Are you related? Let me know. I, 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 I need a control subject whenever I do an experiment. So I really would like to know. I need family members. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan W. Joshua. Joyce. Judy. Julia. Jungle. 
Am I thanking the whole entire jungle or just one tree? Who knows? Thank you, Justin, Kalisha, Candace, Kate, Katharina, Katie B. Katie B flows off the tongue similar to Marty B. We're kindred spirits, you and I. Thank you, Katie M, Kayla, Carrie, Kevin, Kiki. My goodness, Kiki. Thank you, Kimberly, Cody, Kristen, Kyle. Thank you, Lady Pris of House Pris. I wonder what her uh, house banner is. Probably something very cool and regal. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lee, Linus, Lisa, Lizzo. Uh, Thank you, Max Squared, Mallory, Marcelina, Marcus, Maria, uh, I'm sorry, Maria. I almost said Mario. That's a different person. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Melina, Melissa, Mels, Michelle, Mike, Mindy. Do you guys have a show, Mike and Mindy? Uh, Thank you, MJ, Monique, Nate, Neil, Nick, Nicole C, Nicole H. Thank you, Orion. Thank you, Paula, Patty, Phil, the very first patron, Phil, first of his name and also of this Patreon. Thank you, Philip O. Thank you, Rachel, uh, Rachel B, excuse me, Rachel M, Rebecca, Reese, the whole Reed family. Now, that's what I'm talking about. I really need a family to have controlled experiments on. If something goes wrong, I get another one to replace. Why won't you people come and be a part of my experiments? Uh, Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Ryan. Samantha. Sandra. Sarah F. Sarah P. Savannah. Sean. We also have Sean C. Don't forget about Sean C. Thank you, Sergio. Thank you, Shannon. Shay. Shep. Stacy. I don't know why I said that. Thank you, Stacy with an E. I don't really understand what that means, but Stacy with an E. Thank you so much. She's very particular. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Steph. Stephanie L. Stephanie P. Thank you, Stephen the Fifth of his name. Thank you, Suzanne. Sydney. Tabitha. Tamara. Tara. Taylor. Teresa. The Alex G. One of a kind. That guy is a good man. Thank you, uh, Thomas J. Thomas V. Thank you, Thumbs. I, I like Thumbs. They're, they help me with my work. So I keep some of them in a jar. Thank you, TJ, Toby, Tony, Tori, Trisha, Tyler, Will B, Will N, Yerf. That was my helper. Yeah, we call him Yerf. That's all he says. Yerf. Thank you, Yerf. Uh, thank you, Yolanda. And thank you, Zach. Uh, thank you all so much for keeping the lights on over at Streaming Things. We will eventually send you a raven to show our gratitude. Happy streaming. Is that what they say? I don't know. When are the child fights starting? 